Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. My name is Blake Walker. Here with me today, 1-1 scale and incredibly lifelike, Brian Phillips. <laughs> and I'm literally here with you You're today. You're literally here. We're in the same place. Not that they knew that before. <laughs> yeah, maybe you didn't know. We don't record in the same place. We live a state away. All right, so we're just going to hang out because we're here and we're never just here. So it's been, a, it's been a good weekend. It has. It's a good time. It has. Here we go. Do you want a beer? Yes, that All would right. be great. Uh, I'll I'll vamp while you while you uh, go up, get bro. it stuff. So D twenty three was this weekend. We've we've seen a lot of really cool stuff get dropped. A lot of stuff that we're also kind of like, nah, whatever. I mean, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> there were a lot. There were some Pixar movies announced and some. Uh, <laughs> like that ASMR. Does that give you a response? Does that make you want a beer? Here you go. It does. Here you are, sir. All right. Celebratory clink. Excellent. Might have to cut that. <laughs> we'll just reduce it. It'll be fine. Oh, right on, man. Right on. So, what, yeah. What do you want to talk about? Um, want to jump right in with the Disney stuff? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? There's like a lot to talk about. I feel like we can probably just hammer through yeah. some of the Pixar stuff. It's like, there's, there's it's, not a whole lot to talk about yet. Yeah, it's 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 like when we talked about Nintendo and the, uh, during E3 where they were like, well, we have... We have a Yoshi game, and we have a Kirby game. Yeah. It's like, there are going to be two Frozen movies coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, great. One's, one is Olaf's Frozen side quest, whatever. <laughs> frozen side quest. <laughs> Actual title. <laughs> coming out this November, mm -hmm. if you're interested in the misadventures of Olaf <laughs> yeah. from Frozen. Uh, the other was Frozen 2. It's not... Not officially named Frozen 2 yet, but we know it's coming out November 2019. Um, I'm sure there's the option that that could get pushed back. I don't actually know how reliable uh, movie release dates are. I know I only know how reliable video game release dates are. And <laughs> Which is not, not at all. At all. <laughs> so, yeah. So we had Frozen 2. I'm sure there's a bunch of little girls screaming out there somewhere about that. Or not little girls. Really? Are there adult fans of Frozen? Oh, I'm sh I, I when it came out. <sighs> Excuse we, my ignorance. <laughs> we saw it in theaters twice. The first time was because Jenna was like, "Oh, this is a new movie. This will be cool." And so, I think the second time we went with somebody because they happened to be going and there it's a partial part of it is because we're in a college town. It was just, it was ridiculous because there were college kids and like just belting out the words uh, like, 
let it would go. not let it go. <laughs> would not let it go. Oh, frozen jokes. He's got frozen jokes today. Oh, I'll be here all day. Literally. Literally, um, all day. So that was fun. Yeah. I guess. I guess, um, you know. But, I mean, that's the one I'm least excited about. Because yeah. we've got Toy Story 4 coming. Yes. I don't know how that's going to work. I thought, I thought Toy Story 3 was going to be terrible when it came out. Yeah. See, I didn't have much hope either. I I grew up and with with Toy Story and it was like it progressed as my life progressed. Yeah. And so in Toy Story 3 when Andy's going off to college, that was the same uh same time that I was going off to college and like as a kid I had all the toys. Mm-hmm. I had I had my own Buzz, Buzz for sure. And Woody, and Woody, I had a Slinky, I had a Nice. I had a Bullseye. I had to get a bullseye. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know I why. I didn't have a bullseye. I went to Disney on Ice. They had them there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the perfect scale, so you could ride oh, nice. Woody on them. Yes. Like, perfect, man. Perfect. But I had all these toys, and then the third one came out, and I was like, people people were saying, oh, it's it's going to make you cry. It's gonna, And then I watched it, and I was like, this, this isn't going to be that bad. Uh, I was like, oh, no, he's falling into the, the lava. They're all going to die. I guess this is the part everyone was talking about. And then it came to when Andy had to part ways and say goodbye. And I was like, nope, no. <laughs> Lock it down. No. It down. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a man. <laughs> no, I won't lie. I cried twice. I did cry at the incineration scene, even though. I'm a storyteller. I'm familiar with this. Yeah, absolutely. I knew it was That's a, like, not going to happen. It was a misdirection. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, made me super emotional. And then when he gave him away, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Everything's then, fine. And the fact that Woody was in there, too, and he was <laughs> definitely not planning on giving away Woody, but then he was like, I guess it's time for us to part ways, old friend. And Ugh. So brutal. Oh, man. So so where are they going with Toy Story 4? It's, I mean, it's got to be the story of the little girl. It's got to be. Um, I just know that this was announced. I didn't catch any of the, any of the details of it. But it's it's got to be about the little girl. And I, as skeptical as I was about Toy Story 3... I'm tw- double. I'm double skeptical now on four because I'm like, there's no way they could do it again. No, no. It seems like three was three was the ultimate culmination mm-hmm. of that story. I feel like in the end, yeah. Like they all flow together. They're all good movies. Yeah. And I think the story was over. You know? I think it was fine. I think you could have ended it. Yeah. Now we've reset to the point where you start in the first one. Yeah. Or with a young kid, you know, and maybe that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is going to be this generation's. Sure. They're just going to do it again. <laughs> Battling with the digital media. There'll be a crossover with Wreck-It Ralph. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There'll be like an iPad now <laughs> with eyes and a, and a mouth. <laughs> It'll be like, uh, what was it, the Etch-A-Sketch? Oh, yeah, instead yeah. It's, it's, it's an iPad. iPad. I bet that could be a thing. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's move on from Toy Story. Speaking of Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, uh, what was it? Ralph, Ralph Wrecks Re- the Internet? Ralph Wrecks the Internet, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, that's been announced... That's going to include Disney properties and Star Wars, It's and it's... Crazy, over the top. It's yeah. gonna have a ton of stuff. <laughs> a ton of stuff. They're they're blowing it out. I mean, 
I didn't watch the first one, but I know you know they did was, a lot of parodies. It was good on regular stuff. Was it yeah, good? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think uh, I think I really would have if I had sat down and watched mm-hmm. it. But they 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 paid a lot of homage to video game culture in general. Yeah. Um. I think they may have even had. <laughs> there was some real real characters. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Pac-Man, I think, maybe. Yeah. Pac Man. I think Bowser was. In there, maybe Donkey Kong. No, because Ralph was supposed to be a Donkey Kong knockoff. But, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Through the barrier. Yeah. He, he was at the, the top buildings. of the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but he was he was a part of a video game villain support group. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That was in the trailer. Yeah, but it was I'm gonna good. Wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it. I enjoyed it. I think the I think a second one. I think the second one has enough um, going behind it that it could be a worthwhile story. Yeah. So without me being too skeptical of it. <laughs> I know. I'm always skeptical, but it seems like Disney and Pixar typically pull it out. Like, yeah. Like yeah. They do a pretty good job on most of their properties. I mean, sometimes they're cashing in. But yeah. <laughs> like all the extra Cars movies. And yeah. And like all planes. The planes movies. <laughs> I think there was only, there were two planes. There's three cars I've only seen the first cars I've seen the I've seen the two planes movies you saw both of them so <laughs> how was that how here's was how this happened movie? so Jenna loves airplanes okay so I think at one point the first one was on Netflix or something so we're like okay whatever we'll watch it the second one we were going to an air show with her brother her brother, his wife, and our niece, mm-hmm. and uh, they had f- three DVDs in the in the van, <laughs> and it was Wizard of Oz. Um, what's the? It's got it's got Johnny Depp, and he plays a lizard. Ringo. Like a duck. Ringo, yes. Yeah, yeah. And whenever she would want to watch Ringo, she'd go, Ringo! <laughs> Just over... Anyway, and the third one was the planes, uh, air and rescue, whatever. So we watched that about four times on that trip. <laughs> you know, every word to the second yeah, planes movie. It was... We, so we saw it, so I'm not too excited <laughs> there's another planes movie that comes out. So was it anything like Cars, the first one at least? Or? Just just in the the physics, just in how the rules of the universe, that's mm. pretty much all that was the same, you gotcha. know. Gotcha. Gotcha. So same style. Yeah. That's cool. So Rick and Ralph two coming out. Coming out. Um, it's a thing. Uh, but it, it's not the only sequel coming out. Oh yes. Uh, we also have the Incredibles two. Yep. Which is cool because I love The Incredibles. Yeah, it was really good. good. Yeah. And uh, this one's interesting because how long has The Incredibles been around? Like years. Oh, shoot. Years. Long enough that it's it's almost a core Pixar movie now. Yeah, for sure. And but this what's weird is this one picks up immediately after the first one. That's cool. I mean, it's cool for sure. But I think it's strange that there's been this much time between the movies and there's no time gap between sure, the timeline sure, sure, and the sure. films. That's kind of strange to me. But I, they can make it work. Right. Whatever. I, mean, I really don't remember what happened in the first one now. I'm sure there's going to be like 
a version released that's just the first one flowing into the second one, you know? <laughs> the ultimate edition of The Incredibles. <laughs> the incredible edition. The incredible. There it is. There it is. Lock it. Call Disney. Call Disney. Have them start writing that check. <laughs> right here. You heard it first. <laughs> the incredible edition. Oh, um, man. So that's, yeah. That's, that's coming out. That's coming out. That kind of wraps up what we care about from Pixar. Yeah, there's a, a movie called Coco, I think. Uh, I didn't. I don't know anything about it. I don't know too much about it. There were some unnamed movies that they talked about, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we will hear we will hear plenty about them as as it gets close to when they're going to come out. <laughs> For sure. They'll ramp up the marketing machine. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, it's kind of interesting because I love Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like, love Pixar. But really, when it comes down to it anymore, like, I don't care about Pixar movies. Like, I, I, want, to, I want the ones of the established properties that sure. we already know and love. Sure. But I don't really care about their new IPs. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I mean, there's just such, there's, there's such great storytelling in Pixar movies. And we know that it's worked in these IPs so far. Right. That... It's it is hard. I'm like, but if you if you start something new, you might it might not land, which I'm sure is the whole reason why the video game industry and movies as a whole Mm -hmm. continues to remake things because it works so well in the first place. And there's a fear of, well, this this new one could fall flat on the face. And we know what people want anyway. It's just it's just good already. It's just business on their end. Business. It's just good business. But. It also sucks for the consumer. I mean, it we're does. doing it to yeah. ourselves, like by supporting the fact that they keep remaking things and making sequels, and we keep going to see them. You just pay with your wallet, you know. Right, exactly. I mean, that is uh, your influence. Your money is your influence with these companies. But whatever. That's that's a that's a discussion for another time, because we've got more Disney. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that we really, 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 really care about. <laughs> yes. Star Wars and Marvel. Absolutely. Disney properties, as most of you know. So every every year at D23, they show the big stuff. We get the big trailers for the big releases. Um, this year, of course, Star Wars Episode Eight. Yep. Which we didn't get a new trailer, but we got a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. uh, video. Which was actually interesting. It was kind of intriguing because they keep making this point, and I'm not sure if it's counter marketing. Hang on, let me let me pull it back. They keep making this point that this movie feels different. Yeah, like there's this movie's unique, but it's true to Star Wars and it's true to the story that exists and has come before it. Mm-hmm. But it's different. That's what they keep saying. I'm thinking maybe that's like their own kind of like buzzword, buzz phrase, where because they got so much flack for episode oh, seven, for seven being yeah. too close to A New Hope. Like, I think they are already expecting people to expect it to be like uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So I think they're trying to counter that with their marketing. Yeah. Uh, the great thing about that behind the scenes video, I was, I had talked to you a little bit about it earlier. I feel like that amazing music can make even a behind the scenes like hey look at all this cool stuff we're doing kind of <laughs> kind of video just be like look at all these oh yes <laughs> like it just it just wells up inside you and you're like star wars <laughs> it, it totally does there's something about that just 
Oh man, it gets you every time, and, and they know it. It yep. just evokes this strong emotional reaction, where it just ties back to so many memories. And I don't know, oh, man. they you're right. They could put that music behind a video of Daisy Ridley just standing <laughs> just in a field standing somewhere, not even in around. costume. Yeah, yeah. Just, just got a arbitrarily stick or yeah. <laughs> slinging a stick, and I'd be like, oh my god, Star this is it. Wars. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh man. Yeah, so we saw that. Um, that was not the only thing we saw from Star Wars, though. They actually created a full-scaled model of Star Wars land. That was cool. Yeah. Super cool. So you actually got to see what the park's going to look like when they open it up next year? Is it next year or 2019? Um, I don't know. We can fact-check that. <laughs> yeah, let's fact-check <laughs> But it uh, had a lot of cool stuff. It looks like you walk into the main entrance and immediately they have like an A-wing and an X-wing full size sitting there. Uh, that's like how you enter. They have like a bunch of Star Wars style buildings, stuff you'd see on Tatooine, like the cantina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I saw a TIE fighter full scale, the Falcon full scale. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They didn't really talk much about the rides. Yeah. They said there will be one ride where you are riding um, this First Order shuttle that's driven by an R2 unit <laughs> first, or something. First Order shuttle. Yeah. Just like, just renaming the park shuttle that, that <laughs> takes you around. And now we're entering, <laughs> he's like, hold on, we're entering Star Wars land. Let me put on <laughs> this helmet. You're now. It's just an R2 dome helmet. R2 it looks dome. so absurd. <laughs> It's just, I hate my life. I hate just my trying. life. I hate my life. I'm imagining, like, it's like he sits down in it, and then his upper body, they just cover just, him with, like, a fake droid. <laughs> it's just inside it, just, what decisions in my just life have poorly painted trash can. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Man. That's so uh, funny. Star Wars Land 2019. That's when it's when it's coming out. <laughs> 2019. It was... It was I'm. Sh- I mean, it was a model, so I, I'm everything in it was was detailed, but it definitely looked very intricate in the design. Um, like they're going to go in and texture the rocks, <laughs> right, <laughs> in, in a right. sense, and other stuff like that. Everything's going to be uh, wherever you look. It's going to be Star Wars, right? You know. And I've heard that even uh, the people that work there will be in character full time. Like, yeah. there won't be anybody working in that section of the park that's not playing a character from the universe. Sure. Which is really cool. Um, the other thing, I did see a behind-the-scenes, like, a captured photo of them assembling an AT-AT in yeah. the park, like, actually. So that was, that's that awesome. was really cool. Yeah. Uh, full full size. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. That's Star Wars. <laughs> We're excited. So should you be. So should you be. Uh oh, Toy Story. Oh, so so we we jumped ahead a little bit. I was meaning to talk about this. Rewind. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. As as you take Is that coming out. Take this announce. Take this announcement. What you will. You know they're saying that it's going to come out in twenty eighteen. Again, I've been hurt before. That's right. I had I King, no Kingdom Hearts two was on PS two. Yeah. So that was two generations ago. Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah. Uh, and then they've Get your had it together. Yeah. Square Enix. They've had Kingdom Hearts 
2.5 Redux, 2... Uh, 2.8? 2.8. Uh, <laughs> 11.... There was one that was like 11-something. or maybe Yeah, and then it was geez, chain of memory. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> just all this time you've spent... Just throwing content into games to fill the void. Yeah. Like, just give me what I want. No, <laughs> no, they won't. They're just biding time. Yep. And I don't even know why. I saw a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. Honestly, it doesn't look much, much different. Than, it looks like Kingdom Hearts 2. It looks like Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. What? I, we've already, I've what already have you been doing? This. What the hell is taking so long? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Games like Halo got three-year development cycle. Almost uh, like real, you know? Yes, <laughs> like, This yes. is a cartoon about a dude. I don't know. Uh, Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Anyway. <laughs> so Kingdom Hearts 3 2018 is coming out. Whatever that means. But they did show game gameplay footage. And they included a Toy Story level, which is is good in my mind because initially uh, it was all about Final Fantasy, Disney princesses, awesome story crossed over how they could enter, how they could exist in the same gameplay universe. Right. And it was a really cool story, but the thing is, um, now. We're expanding outward. We, we've established the core using the main people. And now we can expand even more and be like, oh, there's even more worlds. There's Toy Story. There's, jeez, um, uh, what other? I can't even think of any other. <laughs> you know, find, Finding Nemo. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. Incredibles. Incredibles, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, knows, I go to an maybe. Incredibles level. Um, and This door to Pixar land has opened. Exactly. You can create all these awesome brand new stories by integrating things now that you've already established your core essence of the story, you know, you've already gotten right. that out of the way. You can now expand. <sighs> Which is pretty cool. I mean, I used to I played one of the Toy Story games back in the day. It was hard. I remember oh, yeah. that. But it was fun. Like playing in as a little tiny toy in Andy's room. Like <laughs> it was a totally different kind of game for me at the time. But I don't know. Anyway, just brought back memories of playing that. Hadn't thought about that in probably 10 years. Okay, you want to move on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's, let's move, move on. on. Because we got Marvel stuff to talk about. It's marvelous. Marvel time. That was horrible. <laughs> 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 oh, it's staying in, though. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, the first thing they showed off was this big movie-accurate statue of Thanos Woo. that they had uh, outside their booth which is like okay but it, <laughs> yeah it's like great but if you don't see it you know even if you see it you're like yep that's Thanos <laughs> it's Thanos <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool they showed off the trailer for Infinity War uh, Kevin Feige psyched everybody out or not yeah he psyched everybody out and said we're gonna take a quick look back at everything that's been building up to Infinity War and they did, and did like a recap, I guess, of all the movies up to this, just quick. And then, at the very end, it starts the Infinity War trailer. Just jumps right into it. Yep, they didn't didn't do a lead-in or anything. It just was in the same compilation. And uh, from everything we've seen, we haven't been able to find it, any leaks or anything. We really tried, because I really wanted to talk about it in depth. But it seems like it broke D23. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. They said there wasn't a single person that wasn't on their feet 
And another thing I saw or read in one of the breakdowns where they like describe the trailer to you is that after the initial couple scenes, everyone was screaming so loud in the in the convention center you couldn't, couldn't hear, hear the anything. words yeah. in the trailer what was actually being spoken. So I don't know. I I I think within the next like week or so, or wait, no, I'm sorry, I saw it already. After Comic Con, they're gonna be putting out the trailer. It looks like yeah. So after next week. Oh man, I mean that's that's great. I just wish that <laughs> I, I I understand why they do that to show, hey, you're here, you're at D23, mm-hmm. you guys are the ones who get this inf- insider awesome like because I understand. E3 is just an announcement platform. Yeah, straight up. (laughs) Like, it is just blatantly just, all right, we're going to vomit out all this stuff that we've been working on, and then it's it's even going to get streamed and everybody can watch it. But, like, D23 is is set up to be kind of the special, like, come get closer to Disney, you Uh know? Yeah. Give us give us four hundred dollars for a pass for four days and sit in this room. Fly yourself here. Yeah. Get a hotel <laughs> and we'll show you a minute and a half exclusive trailer of Infinity War. Ah, worth it. <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. I I don't know. Do you, should we mention a couple of the things we heard about the trailer? Like, is it that big a deal? Can we bring it up? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's. We probably won't even get the same trailer that they showed at D twenty. It could be, could be different. Yeah, it could be finer tuned. Could be bigger. Could be. I don't know. You know. Um, starts off from what I heard. Uh, Thor uh, is basically basically meets up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like. Um, it sounds like they have. Mantis with them, I believe. I think they do now, yeah. Um, so I would imagine he Thor Thor was asleep in space. I think it said like yeah, he was unconscious in space or something, and so, they run into him. <laughs> however, that I'm sure that has to do with the ending of Ragnarok. Thor of Ragnarok. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sure Hulk punched him in the face so hard he's like, <laughs> "Well, I'm in space sleeping now." <laughs> Uh, so they, they join up and then Spider-Man has, uh, this new suit and he's, he's apologizing to Tony. Um, I don't know if it's maybe because Tony's, he, he didn't protect or he didn't help Tony the way that he was supposed to, or if Tony is still like, Hey, you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. You know, you, you shouldn't follow in my footsteps. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It's a little great area. So, yeah. Don't <laughs> well, do anything that's where I would do or wouldn't do. That's where you live. Um, not hug it yet, just open up the just door. Just open the door. <laughs> uh, anyway. Movie's great. Uh, so they there's there's those two, and then uh, from what from what I remember, Thanos uh, uses what has been speculated as two of the Infinity Stones, possibly the purple and blue Infinity Stones, to... Which would uh, be... What would that be? The purple one's from Guardians. Yes. And that is... What the... Ener- is it energy? What what stone was that? The purple stone. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> and what was the other one? The red stone? Uh, I think it was the blue one. Oh, the blue stone, which would be the Tesseract. The Tesseract, yeah. So that's the power stone. Yeah. I think. Maybe helpful. Space Stone. Tesseract. Tesseract is the Space Stone. 
has been established. Yes. Um, so the blue stone. It it is gives the space the, stone. Gives the power for interdimensional space travel. Okay, which um, would explain how Thanos gets to Earth possibly. Yes. The, and would explain him using the blue stone to bring parts. So Thanos uses two infinity stones to pull parts of the moon to throw at the Avengers right. uh, to fight against them. Other than that, that's a, that's a, those are the big plot points as far as I could tell from the trailer. So as a whole, um, it's, I mean, it was short and quick cause it was a trailer. As far as infinity stones go, we know that the blue one is the space stone. That's the Tesseract. Uh, it's the one they use to create portals in, uh, the, it, it's, it's meant for interdimensional space travel. They used it in the second Thor movie, I believe. Um, the reality stone is the Aether stone. Uh, is it? I thought the reality stone was the purple one. No, you're right. Yeah. The ether. Ether, yeah. Ether, okay. So it's the red um, stone. Yeah. The ether was red. That's all I remember. Uh, maybe the stone doesn't The purple right. one is the power stone. Okay. That's the one from Guardians. Right, the first right. Guardians movie. For so sure. So the, the mind stone is the yellow one. That's the one that is in... Vision's head. Vision, yes. Yeah. Uh, which may eventually kill Vision because if Thanos is getting all of the Infinity mm-hmm. Stones... He's got to take it from his head. And then um, he's just a lifeless cyborg. Right. And we know we know the Time Stone. The uh, Eye of Agamotto. Yes, that's uh, Doctor Strange. Then the Soul Stone, we... Have we seen the Soul, the soul Stone? I, I guess not. I really thought the Soul Stone is what Vision had. Yeah, no, that's that's the last remaining one. I'm guessing it's either going to be in Black Panther or Thor Ragnarok, because there wasn't there wasn't an Infinity Infinity Stone in Guardians Two. Guardians Two. No, it was all about ego. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, Civil War didn't have. No, there's in, way too much going on in Civil yeah, War for yeah to include an Infinity Stone as and well. And then Ant Man, obviously, I mean, was yeah. its own its own thing for sure. And Spider Man Homecoming. I think those are the only other Marvel movies that are in the universe that haven't had stuff in them. So, so now that we got that cleared up, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, a lot of th- that's this is the thing that we've been building up to: Infinity War Part One, Part Two. Is it three parts? Two parts? Uh, it's not even. It's only one part now. It's so only it's just one, the part? one movie. Oh man! And then there's a untitled Avengers movie in 2019 Hmm. that originally was Infinity War Part 2 and then they removed the subtitle. Interesting. Interesting. I'm hoping that Infinity War is like three hours long, man. I want it to... I like... Just put the time in. I will sit through that four-hour movie. (laughs) without a doubt. If you spend... I mean, what? It's been 16 16 films so far. I think there's going to be 22 films... In the MCU, yeah. This before is, it's all over. This is your Everest, you know. This yeah. is like, make just just do it right, guys. We've <laughs> been we've been building towards this moment 
since 08 when yeah. Iron Man came out. Yes, yes. Oh, man. And the, it's got to pay off. They know it's got to pay off. They knew it had to pay off back when they came yeah. up with this whole idea. So give it, you know, they've given it 10 years. And, yeah. Oh, 10 years. Holy cow. That's that's the great thing about Disney owning... Disney being behind Star Wars and Marvel, you know, these... These, these IP need... A, a powerhouse behind them to be done correctly. For sure. And the money's got to be there. Yeah, the, yeah. The marketing machines. They have to have the resources to be able to make this happen. So I, th- I think Disney, at even, at even at first we were like, well, this is weird. Like, <laughs> we don't know about this. Yeah, like Disney is in, or uh, uh, Star Wars is now in the same universe as Goofy. So that's, that's or they're owned by the same property, so like I, it doesn't make it doesn't <laughs> line up right, but it's I think it's gonna pay off. I think it's gonna be great. I do too. I do too. I'm really looking forward to everything that's coming out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They haven't done me wrong yet. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to touch on: Black Panther. It's not nothing crazy. They showed some set photos, no new trailer or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the costume design and everything, they changed his his suit from what we saw in Civil War a little bit. Uh, what I thought was interesting, though, they showed a Black Panther suit that almost looked ancient. Ooh. You know how it's like a mantle it's a, it's, that's been yeah, passed? Yeah, carried down. You know? Yeah, it looks like it actually had like a panther face on for the mask. Like a real, like like a real a panther realistic face. panther face. So I'm hoping we get to see the lineage, like some of the older... Um, Black Panthers to show kind of that would be awesome. You know what what this mantle is that he's inherited. Yeah, I would be all for that for sure. Uh, only other thing that I felt was worth mentioning was uh, the Aladdin cast was finally kind of the 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 showrunners were finally yeah put out there for the live action for the Aladdin live action. Uh, the the one thing that really <laughs> caught my attention was that they signed on Will Smith as the genie. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, I think it's going to be a good choice. I do too. I think you need, you need somebody that's a character. Yeah. You know, like Robin Williams. So like he nailed the genie and oh, the animated yeah. one. Absolutely. He, he was the genie. I think Will Smith has the chops to kind of bring something to that. That's different for sure. It's not going to be the same as Robin Williams genie. Yeah. But he's got enough character in his personality. I think, I think he's gonna pull it off. Yeah, I think uh, if he makes if he makes genie his own. Yeah. Obviously, if obviously, I don't think that he should try and make a Robin Williams genie because you're only gonna fall short. Yep. Uh, so I think that maybe if he went for kind of a uh, a hitch slash. Um, oh, Agent man. J from Men in Black, kind of that kind of yeah, yeah, that humor crossover, confidence kind of thing. That Will Smith role that he yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Will Smith role. <laughs> That's totally true. I think that could. I think that would go well for sure. That's interesting, man. They showed off a couple of other live action things because uh, maybe maybe somebody in the audience doesn't know Disney's currently. In process of remaking all their animated films as live action. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off a trailer for Lion King, the live action Lion King, which is going to be done like the Jungle Book, 
with CGI um, animals and whatnot. But the Jungle Book was great. Did I liked I liked I the liked Jungle Book. I thought was, it was good. It was really well done. Uh, but John Favreau, I think that's how you say it. Favreau, yeah. John Favreau. Yeah. He's directing it, and he directed Jungle Book as well. So yeah. he's one of the only people um, in the world that has directed a movie like this. And I think uh, they're actually using the same tech on Lion King to film as they did with Avatar, ah. where they build the full 3D environment and then put the actors into virtual reality gotcha. and have them actually move around the real space. That's crazy. The, like the real virtual space, you know, but you can see everything to scale and it helps you act because mm-hmm. you can actually see where things are and whatnot in this digital environment. So that's how they're filming uh, Lion King. But they showed the trailer. I guess it was crazy awesome. It's what people are saying. Another one that we couldn't find. <laughs> yeah, another one we tried to find leaked, but uh, could not. But uh, yeah, interesting cast. We've got Donald Glover. Yeah, my boy. As, my boy Donald as, Glover. My boy as Simba. <laughs> my man. My man. He's gonna be playing Simba, which is cool. Um, of course, James Earl Jones is coming back to Absolutely. be Mufasa because yep. he's Mufasa. Yep. It's like having somebody else play Vader. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. you can't I th- do it. I think if Robin Williams were still alive today that they would have been like, come on, come be GD. Yeah, come be GD. <laughs> come on, man. So that was cool. Um, John Oliver is Zazu. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, that was, that was really cool. That's going to be a great one. <laughs> Um, and Seth Rogen is Pumbaa, mm-hmm. which is fitting. Yeah. I think he'll play Pumbaa really well. I think he's got that straight in his voice. You know, like that type of voice you need to play Pumbaa. <laughs> yep, yep. That definitely fits. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't remember who's playing Timon, though. I didn't catch that. I didn't, I didn't catch who. Not somebody I Timon. know off the top of my head, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's coming next year. Uh, Lion King will be out. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Lion King will be out in 2019. 2019. Not 2018. It already feels like 2018. <laughs> I know, it does. It's coming <laughs> all, quick, man. All, all of the 2019 things have been like, oh, yeah, that's next. Nope. 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 Not <laughs> next year. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else, what else they had. Uh, they talked about the uh, Wrinkle in Time has was, was, had a trailer. It looks cool. Um, I'm sure there's an audience for it. I tried to get into the the books and it, you just got to be in the right place to to read them cuz yeah. it's a series and it is it's it's a whole universe <laughs> like like dense it is um <laughs> and even trying to watch the wrinkle in time movies like the series has been done in cinematic form before i'm sure not in as as it, it hasn't been done by Disney to this extent before, right. obviously, you know. Right. But uh, even trying to watch it then, it was like uh, Alice in Wonderland mixed with uh, Labyrinth, and like, <laughs> but there's time travel, and oh man, like, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, my brain, my brain. But it's got a, it's got a really interesting cast. Yeah. It's It's got uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Uh, what? What? You type <laughs> Zach Galifred. I couldn't type. I couldn't spell his name. So I Gallif- spelled <laughs> Galifriggin Nequacious. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't spell his name. I was speed typing, so I just so instead great. of trying to get his name right, I just spelled it longer and incorrect. Yeah, Zach Galifriggin or whatever. <laughs> That's great. 
I think uh, Chris Pine's going to be in it, too. Yep. He's the dude who plays Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek movies. Yep. Um, he plays He plays the, the dad who disappears, which is the whole reason why they why the movie exists. The whole reason why this, the story exists is because he does, uh, I don't remember if it's like physics or time travel. Pretty sure it's time travel because it's a wrinkle in time. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw all my eggs in that basket. Um, but he, he goes and disappears and then his kids uh, try to go after him, basically. Yeah. Um, and they meet... Oprah, who Oprah Winfrey, who is who is playing this? Um, I, I know she has a name. I didn't get that far in the book. Um, <laughs> she she's playing this uh, kind of guiding character of oh well you're you this is where you need to go this is your quest uh, plot 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 go that way. So the running joke was you get a poster and you get a poster everybody gets a poster. <laughs> Yeah. If Wrinkle in Time was your thing, then uh, I it if it's if this is your thing, I'm sure you're gonna be excited about it because it looks like a movie that is is gonna be intense and heavily story driven and action and really well produced. Yeah, it looks really well produced. Disney level production. It's got a strange cast, but why? Well, hey, whatever. Maybe they'll maybe they'll knock our socks off. We'll yeah. see. Could be. Could be. Are you done talking about D23? You yeah. want to be done talking about it? Yep. It was cool this year. A lot of cool stuff, but that's it. That's yep. all we got. That's all she wrote. <laughs> yeah, I had, I, had a, I had a thing you I wanted, thing? To, I wanted thing. a topic I wanted to pitch your way. So my question was, if you could pour time into creating your own video game, what kind of game would it be? Oh, that's, that's interesting. It's an interesting question. Because I've actually, back in like, 02, mm-hmm. I started designing a game. Sure. And because I was like obsessed with Halo at the time. So I'm like, I want to make my own thing. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. So what I did was I actually wrote up this draft as like a 10-year-old for this game called Sergeant Destruction. All right. Yeah. And it was a guy that had been blown up in, in battle. And it was going to be a first-person shooter game. And he lost both his arms and his legs, so it's just a torso. And then mm-hmm. he gets these robotic arms and legs where he could, like, unclip, like, the hand part and put, like, a gun on it. So he'd be, like, kind of Mega Man-esque. Okay. And then he had, like, boosters on his legs, whatever. Eventually, I got to the point where I'm like, this is really dumb. Like, <laughs> this is not a good concept <laughs> for a game. And it has actually slowly evolved into a game that I'm still currently working on. All right. And, yeah, but now it's called Forlorn. And I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. Huh. You know a little bit about it. I, yeah, I was wondering. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so I've built this whole universe. I've built the whole story. I'm in the process of writing it. Like, all the foundational pieces are there. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be a really, like, eclectic mix of gameplay. I mm. want it to shift from... I want it... To, okay, I don't want it to be locked into first person. I'm talking about it like it's really going to get made. <laughs> first person or third person or anything like that. I want it to be completely dynamic based on the situation. Mm-hmm. And the point of the story that we're in. So if there's like a moment where like you need to see this big set piece, like maybe the camera pans away from your guy and up above, and all of a sudden you're playing it like a twin stick shooter or something. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. And then you go and like you walk into the next building and it 
brings it back down and you're like a cramped environment, it's first person, you know? Mm. Or if it's just a regular scene, it bump out the third, like, I don't know. I think I think there's a way to make that work. Okay. Where you okay. make the gameplay really dynamic. That's awesome. I think I remember in college, actually, uh, you had a bunch of sticky notes that you put up in, like, note cards, and you would, you would uh, like, set up the storyboard mm-hmm. uh, timeline layout. Of, For sure. Yeah. I still have them. Nice. still have the post-it notes. <laughs> They're in my big binder of forlorn stuff. Future project. Future project folder. I think, yeah, I definitely have them. I was going through them the other day. All 13 missions I have outlined. Nice. Yeah. So what about you? What, what kind of game would you make? I'm curious to know. So. Mine is pretty basic. Basic I, Basic. <laughs> um, I love time travel and, like, alternate dimension type storylines. Yeah. And so. Love that stuff. I want to make a game that's time travel that, depending on when you are, the gameplay style changes. So, Hmm. present day would be very nice graphics, maybe first third person. Yeah. Um, But you go back in time, it's a side scroller. Okay. And you go even, you, and then like you get thrown even further back in time Mm -hmm. and it's like Pong kind of, and you have to, you're like a dot, you're like, it's Atari. Yeah. Then you go to the future and you actually have to get maybe a VR headset or to something play like, that to play that part or, or something along those lines. And maybe like what you do changes some function of the future. Yeah. Um, I just like any, so you, yeah, any story where there's, yeah, any story <laughs> where there's time travel, I, I just am all about it. That's my, I for sure. It. No, I get it. Time travel is awesome. There's so many cool mechanics and like nobody knows how it would really work, you know? Yeah. So, there's all these like theories and different ways that it goes and could happen. So if you make a game like that, would you want it? To, would it be like um, like a story driven game where it's not like you're going back in time to Pong, you're going back in time in the story, but because it takes place in this period, it just looks like Pong. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's almost as it's almost like the 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 thought the theory of evolution where you start off and you're the single cell but now yeah. way up here you know you're intelligent beings that is how the universe is laid out it's that progression from one game style to the next that's really cool yeah it's a cool idea i like it i'm stealing it <laughs> go for it <laughs> steal it from my game design studio <laughs> no that's cool man wow i never would have thought of anything like that See? Yeah, we gotta we gotta team up, create a the yeah, super game. We should do something together. <laughs> that's creative and oh wait. I've also I've also had the thought of doing um, a Star Trek type game. Okay. Uh, but it's <sighs> Star Trek uh, probably uh, chasing the Borg pass through time, kinda like in first contact where they go back and uh, change everything up, mm-hmm. uh, but instead they go to medieval time. So you have these people of science, mm. yeah, uh, in this la- in this world where magic also exists, mm-hmm. and so kind of like in kind of like in Skyrim where you can level up different perks. Yeah, you can level up 
magic or science and or combine them both and wow. go on to f- to fight using these these skills that you've acquired you know you can be a full on wizard or you can maybe be a, a an interdimensional person who you know is able to step through and teleport and stuff like that and for uh, sure now, now here's a question for you sure why does it need to be a star trek uh, it doesn't need to be star trek that was more along the lines of trying to to set the the like understa- the tone understanding for the sci-fi yeah. side of it or sure. something yeah. like that level of technology yeah i got you i think that's a great idea i I have actually, like my buddy uh, Ryan back in high school always had that idea Mm. of what happens when you take technology versus magic, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's something, there's only been one game that comes to mind that has even merged the two, and that was Two Human back in the day. Two Human, they merged Norse mythology and the magic that comes along with that with technology. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it was not a great game. I mean, <laughs> poorly reviewed, panned across the board. Uh, studio went out of business afterwards. Spent That's too sad. much money making it. Um, but cool concept, at yeah, least. Absolutely. Know, I can say that much about it. I think, I hope that we see more of that in the future. Yeah. What, what would happen if you brought the two together? Maybe it's just the MCU where science is magic. Yeah. Just not advanced enough or whatever. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we've got pizza coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. I we had a pretty good lunch and I think it's it's starting to burn off. <laughs> this is the weekend of food, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All the foods. So we're gonna go eat and probably watch a movie. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> so uh yeah, you wanna wrap it up? Yeah. You think we're good? Yeah. Do we have anything to plug before the social spot? Uh, no, just, I mean, hello again, Stitcher. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Good, good to, good to have you join us. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>